<laughs> you missed. I missed the record <laughs> button. What can I say? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, we had a fucking wild weekend, bros. It was a good weekend, and I'm I'm just hyped to talk about. Tis the season for fun and merriment and good fucking anime. God damn it. True. So <laughs> hype. Okay, you clap me off. I'm 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 in. I'm going for it. Welcome back to Webology, everybody. I am your judgmental Professor Ricky. Wow. Hey, I'm Ethan. Just, yeah. Just normal old Ethan. It, normal Ethan. Interesting. Did you, did you catch the guy who broke into the lab two weeks ago? He was, uh, I don't know, he took your spot. Huh? He took your spot. I think really? he has your keys. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, yeah, he just walked in here. That's insane. <laughs> he, he might be somewhere in the walls still. Damn. I think they're... Honestly, I, good on him. I actually, after he recorded, There's I looked back... There's an air gap between the walls, by the way. Did you know that? Ah, uh, he does. Yeah. He, he clearly that, does. That's where he's getting his air, so... He'll slip in and out like it's nobody's business. I'm your judgmental professor, Ricky, because I... Another one of the fucking things I have to do at work is <laughs> interviewing people again. Yay. Woo! But this time, it's a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of kind of mixed bag of people typically would be like you know college students or like hiring like a a manager level position this is just from co-op to like like md level like managing director how about we do like a little interview right now i'll be a a guy coming in trying to get a job all right sick okay yeah all right well welcome my name is richard Professor Ricky. Some people call me that around the office. We established that last time. Hey, and I'm Charles Bucksworth. Charles Bucksworth? Yeah. Okay, uh, what makes you think you're qualified for this programming job? <laughs> well, I one time, and, uh, and it, this is going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> I'm already blown, sir, but yeah, I'll keep yeah. going. So it's going to blow your gourd. <laughs> but uh, this one time down there by the bayou. By the bayou? Yeah. Okay. I right. was I was sitting on my, my fan boat, because I assume they got those down at the by you as well interesting character backstory okay continue yeah so i was chilling down there on on my 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 wind boat (laughs) okay Uh, okay. yeah and so i had this issue i was thinking like how can my little company i run a a bait and tackle shop down there in uh shreveport louisiana entrepreneurial spirit okay continue. yeah i'm sorry i used to obviously like with covid and all the you know all the All the po- you know policies they really they, economic times hard yeah they, they were not yeah. they were not let's just say they were not looking out for the little guy <laughs> so my bait and tackle shop uh yeah is no longer working out but right, anyhow right. so what happened was I had this this inventory management issue okay yeah so I get all my trollers my my and my jibs okay I get all them from Taiwan. But then when uh, China tried to take that over, I had some <laughs> supply chain issues. So an international superpower was actively targeting your bait and tackle shop in the bayou? No, I think they were after the, the uh, what are those things that go in the car? Yeah, um, silicon chips. You're after your silicon chips. Yeah. Okay. So All what right. I did is I actually went on a, a campaign of cyber warfare against China for about... <laughs> 
I think pretty much the rest of the pandemic. So that was about two years. Were you successful in your endeavors? Oh, yeah. They can't do shit over there no more. You're motherfucking hired, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? What was your name again, it sir? It was Charles Bucksworth. Charles Bucksworth. You're literally already a manager. You're an architect. You're done. Thank like, you very much, sir. How would you like to make double what I make? Your story has <laughs> endeared me. I'm already going to I'm gonna upsell you. Oh, where do I see myself in five years? In here, I guess. I hope. Sitting in your seat. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm praying. You're clearly well more qualified than I am. Well, you, thank you very much. You hacked China. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I'm going to have to turn this job offer down. Oh, wow. That's actually heartbreaking. Yeah. It's, the NSA actually just got in contact with me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was good talking to you. You truly are an elite among elites. Got to be honest with you. When well, thank you very hacking. much, Professor Ricky. Thank you. But speaking of elite of elites. <laughs> nice, Thank dude. You. We are doing something we haven't really done very often. And most of the times we do like our season uh, previews. We speculate wildly about the quality of a season, the sleepers, the, the duds and the hits. But this season has lit up the anime community for a good reason. And we are going to enter a space in the lab we rarely go to to talk about these kinds of things. Current seasonals? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And it's the chapel of the religion, the only religion we prescribe here on the Weebology podcast, the religion of three. Praise be. (laughs) Praise be. Come with us to the chapel as we praise the current season. All the absolute bangers. How have they started? Are they living up to the hype? Because you know, we both know, hype can be quite an infectious disease in the anime community. It can be infectious and detrimental to, to the nines. Do you think that in this particular season's case, is the hype unwarranted? I think the season as a whole is top notch. I literally was going to just make sure that we are on the same page there because this season is <laughs> Yeah, the <hot>. season blows. <laughs> this season just sucks. Honestly, there's it. not a single good show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think honestly, though, I'll come with some contrarian takes that some I think uh, are, are, you know, coming back to form in a way that we haven't seen in a while. Some are igniting fan bases a decade, a decade plus old. And some I think are maybe starting to feel a little stale. And here's the hoping that they stick it out because some of these shows I don't want to feel stale. I don't want them to get stale. But yes, I think the best place to I start... I hope my gasps, gasps are loud enough to be I'll make up. sure they're loud enough. Yeah. That was a good one. That's a great one. I peaked. <laughs> you did peak. That is a wild waveform. But uh, yeah, I wanted to start with My Hero Academia, the hype machine that's been going for six seasons you know it's interesting this is the first one of this season that i watched actually oh so you started out the season with yeah i believe it was like a week or two earlier than most of the other ones i think so too because it's on episode four now right yeah right um maybe i'm just pretty jaded and unenthused with my hero academia as a whole for like what are we season 25 by now (laughs) we're season six but there are many cores here like parts I don't know what's, what what core we're on, but... You know what I think it is? It's it's just like a villain organization. I just don't give a fuck. Okay. Here, I just don't care. Here's my take. Here's my take. I think this is the best season in probably three or four seasons, and they're returning to form. But to your point, this season has been done a bit of a disservice by the last one really kind of 
not giving a shit about the villain organization. Yeah. They did My Villain Academia, but in the manga, it has way more content, way more fleshing out. It gives the villain, because that's the whole crux of My Hero, right? The villains are as like kind of interesting, complex from a, like a, a viewpoint as the heroes are. Not all heroes are great. We saw that with Endeavor. Not all hero, not all villains are bad, we, or at least, at least relatable. We saw it with Stain, and we kind of see it with twice this season. So I am excited where this is going. It is already in a fantastic direction. I think Dark Horse is twice for sure. He's like, honestly, like... Like, Loki, not a bad guy, just really... Like mixed up. Yeah. Mentally fucked up. Yeah. Right. Like literally with quirk that is eating his own brain. Right. Yeah. So uh, we're, they're touching on a lot of stuff that actually brings it back to form. And you know what? What it doesn't have, if you if you're feeling like it's not having kind of that same hit. Uh, my hero used to it at least makes it up with animation and action they're doing a pretty good job bringing that shit back to form yeah i'm i'm presuming as we get deeper into the season that some of that feeling will go away i i just wonder like you know i've been hurt before kind of thing i was literally just gonna say i do not blame you for your perspective right but oh, it sounded like you were Charles Bucksworth for a second. I don't blame you for your perspective, but you know, and I, I do uh, not blame you. Will you, learn for your to, you, will, you will learn to love again. Oh my god, that's how it's got to be, Charles. <laughs> Charles, I didn't expect this in this interview, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I'm here for it. But yeah, my hero, if you have been soft on it for a while. We're, we're going to try to keep it as spoiler free as possible with a lot of these because we know, you know, we don't do this for the exact reason is kind of let let it kind of sink in so we can evaluate it on the back end. But this season's already showing a lot more promise than the other ones like Charles. If you've been hurt before. Yeah. I, well, give I, love I do try. think they've gotten through a lot of the like setup y shit the, from the last couple seasons the, the chaff is gone now i think they're gonna get into, getting into the wheat right like, like it's overall it's gone yeah it's getting into what they've been setting up for so long i just don't think the manga did a good job of the setup that the manga does whatever the other guy was that died he's gone too harsh yeah i forget his name entirely i know um what is bangs man who N- night stalker night uh I don't remember right? his name. I don't remember his <laughs> name. Because he's forgettable Oh, as shit. Fuck. <laughs> yep. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're losing character. And that, that's kind of the point of it, right? Like, right. They had all of this in the manga in Troves. And any fans of the manga is going to be like, maybe kind of hated from last season even more so. Because this is like, man, like these scenes definitely were in the manga because it's one of the few <laughs> I did read. So, it's like, you really had all the goods that you could have set all this up for a lot more emotional payoff, but instead we're out here forgetting heroes' names, forgetting villains' names. So, I don't know. All we know is, you know, the uh, the main antagonist of the season has just been put back into action, and we're about to pop off Horde. Horde. And that's, that's all <laughs> I'll say on that. Um, but let's get to the one that really matters. Bleach. The thousand-year blood war. Yeah, I'm uh, like every episode is just like a referee for me, isn't it? Though, like, I and I, it's almost like because well, first of all, I, I've always loved the soundtrack of uh, soundtrack of Bleach, and they've remixed a couple of the OGs, right? Yeah, and it's just there's something about it; it like instantly nostalgicizes me. That's a patent pending word, yep. um, and it's basically like anesthetic with nostalgia yes uh, so you feel comfortably numbed with the, oh, the visions of the past 
Um, they sharpened up like like of course like it it looks better than it did previously because it's like like newer art, right? So it's like sharper. Like obviously, like if uh, we know what happens, but like the 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 Quincy guys are all like wild as fuck. They're they are literally walking hacks, and I so I'll give you one of my first hot takes is that. It's I'm I'm loving it so far. I'm loving it so far. Look, every Brady, episode, if you got something to say. Every, every episode <laughs> is not a reverie for me. It's more of like a sigh of relief because I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for that scene or that momenta like momentous uh incident or well, fight. We got three days evidently until they invade, so Right, right, right. So I'm like I am waiting for you know, see, the, but that's what I, so like, spo- I know what you're going to say and I'm just so, going to go ahead and cut you off um, because that feeling that you've got right now is what I actually love about being spoiled about stuff is like knowing there's going to be something sick coming up and like watching up to it. You're just like, let's get it eventually. That, eventually, that's what I'm eventually. I, I, I know this is going to be the thing, but I've again, I've been hurt before in this way where I've read a manga. I have the like in my mind's eye. It needs to achieve a certain level of visual storyboarding and just like fluidity. Right there. Like it has to reach a level that I've pet. Admittedly, I pedestaled these moments in my brain. Right. And I've done it before. So, like one punch man. Why do you think I was so fucking heated? Because who knows? Because of this right here. Like because I know what I wanted in my mind. And the worst part is I've seen some of the most beautiful fights in bleach from, from days of yore. And now if they, if they just, I'm waiting for them not to live up to something. And maybe that's, it's an, it's an instinctive that's, thing. That's pessimistic. I think it is. I'm, it's I'm, frankly I'm, disgusting. But, of but you. I, again, every episode is like, okay, like that was really good. That was I feel well like framed. Even if they like fuck something up, I'll still enjoy it. I've waited so freaking long for this to come back. I've waited for like an update to the graphics. Yeah. And like, uh, frankly, every episode so far has been like very, very, even at its, even at its, I'm saying quote worst, like even at its lowest of quality, it's still extremely like passable. Like it's like, this still looks good. Yeah. I mean, there there was like a little bit of wild shit in the first couple episodes where it's like, there was like a billion hollow all of a sudden in one little spot. Yeah. Right. And like the squad just, waxes everybody waxes them instantly which like at first glance is like well that's kind of weird but then you're like actually he's like very strong right now you oh know? yeah right and he's like like post full bring eyes in shit at this point yeah. like he is like i wonder how i i know we know the story but i mean like he never seems to be nerfed just the quincy's are just that strong like yeah yeah honestly so i am i again the but hype i think is it still is there. hard like with a story to just be like all right your character that you know is a beast uh well he's struggling to fight this absolute peon you know what i mean it's 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 hard to swallow as a fan of a guy it's the it's the baruto effect naruto and sasuke just getting absolutely god nerfed to the to the yeah. fucking dirt like and you're just like this is the only way you can tell that story but this is not a next generation issue this is a you know this is still the same story so it's going well so far the first three have lived up to expectations i really hope it continues for my sanity honestly (laughs) but let me um before we get into some other big ones i wanted to drop 
one that I think everyone should watch because I think it really it drives a subversion into the genre that it's placed in. And that would be Blue Lock. Blue Lock, if we maybe I brought it up in our preview of this season, but Blue Lock is a soccer sports anime. But this is not your high cue, ladies and gentlemen. This is not your uh, Eye Shield 21. This isn't your coracle basket this isn't a ragtag team coming together to overcome odds or super powered super squad doing their thing this is not about teamwork at all this story is about a mad scientist named literally ego (laughs) to literally gather 300 of the what he calls diamond in the rough soccer players from around u18 league across japan to basically hold them in a squid game style, not death game, but elimination game style to find the next national Japanese teams like striker. The next top model. The, the next. <laughs> honestly, it's kind of like that. It's this, but his philosophy in the show, the show's philosophy is quite interesting. They basically claim that uh, Japan's soccer being so thoughtful and team oriented and cohesive and they need a bad boy attitude. Dude, exactly. Like, fuck teamwork. Fuck that. We need an egomaniac on the field like Messi or Ronaldo. They call them out by name. They're all fucking egotistical maniacs, and that's why they're the best strikers. And they literally are trying to breed uh, like the most monstrous, I don't give a fuck about my team person. They're <laughs> denying Japanese cohesiveness. So good. As a mantra. Like, he's like, We've been doing this soccer thing, trying to be a cohesive unit. It's all about the collective. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. I want a leader. I want a guy who's not going to pass the ball ever, ever in a million years. uh, Maybe Japan can learn a little something from the great UA, uh, US of A. Even though we also blow at soccer. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not exactly great, but... It's it's interesting. They're taking this mantra of like this all of these sports animes about like the team and coming together and like Haikyuu is a great example. This is a complete subversion of that and is encouraging fucking over people because if you get knocked out of this blue lot competition, you're going to be barred from playing in the Japanese nationals for life. Your Whatever. career is capped. You're sealing. I mean. Yeah, uh, when you get old enough in a sport, you're already sealed anyway. I guess that's fair, but they're all like U18. Like, they're all like teens. So, like... So, this to me is Kuroko X Death Game, but not Death Game. Yes, and, it, and they do a lot of interesting visual tricks that, like, Kuroko Basket does. So, it's a nice visual feast for the eyes. And it's done by... 8-Bit, who does slime, but I was told in our Discord, which you can get into, patreon.com slash where the team that is animating this was borrowed a lot of the talent from the people who did Haikyuu, and it shows. It looks great. Um, it's, I wouldn't say it's at the caliber of Haikyuu, but it is still very solidly done. So if you're into sports anime and want something that feels a little different, but still like nice and intense... Um, this is Blue Lock is it this season and there, it's it's already pretty entertaining so far so um, already in great time so as a like is this something that you can watch weekly or do you think you have to pause and bench it no this is a good weekly this okay. is a really good weekly because it's not like how do I put this it's not gonna leave you on the edge of your seat every time but it's and it's not going to be like, oh, I'm chomping at the bit for the next bit of that story. No, no, no. It's actually really good in piecemeal. 
there's some of these that we'll go into. I would say that um, my hero, you might want to wait if you haven't started it yet. I do kind of want to like chill and then wait maybe for my hero. Yeah, yeah. Because this arc, I think, would be really good to watch in succession. Like, one after another. Not not weekly. Well, you remember, like, this must have been almost... This might Maybe it was, like, t- early 2020 or maybe even 2019, whatever season that was. Mm-hmm. We had talked about it, and it was like, if you watch it weekly, it blows balls. And then if you watch it, like, in succession, it was okay. Was that the overhaul arc? I think it probably was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it had weird pacing issues in the middle, but then absolutely clapped at the end. Yeah. And then, like, if you watch it all in, like, one binge, it's like, okay, this feels way more cohesive. So maybe well, that's just... I remember we talked about that with the anime compost, our boys. Oh, our boys. That's true. But, yeah, I think um, this one is a weekly. It's a good uh, switch up from, I think, the the... Pal, like the the feast in front of you with the rest of the shows and it's been a good time for me so far so all right one i'm interested in uh-huh. um which we have high dive now yeah it's called eminence in the shadow interesting i've not watched this yet so it's sort of like it just basically like right up my power fantasy just garbo okay hit me with it um like garbo fantasy land or whatever uh it's like one of those ones where it's like a guilty pleasure for sure where like the main character is op as fuck but he like pretends to be like a bad you know martial artist or fencer or what what have you he like pretends to be horrible but turns out he's a god at everything (laughs) yeah okay right up my alley to what end is he just trying to live a normal normal high school life kind of thing? no so his like his dream is to be like the vigilante that nobody knows who it is but he's like doing shit on the side interesting when i think i may have heard of this show okay so is, is it good for all or is it just good for you this is good if you've got that like that almost like not the martyr complex thing that i'm ta- i've normally mentioned but it's like doing really good shit and having people be like oh the shadow but uh, like okay but you're like oh i'm bumbling dum-dum <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so basically you're <laughs> the mask you wear your clark kent oh, is just yeah, being baby. a fumbling idiot i wouldn't say like fumbling idiot. you're just like as average it's like uh ayana koji there you go where he's as okay. average as fucking possible perfect okay but intentionally so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah right 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 well because he's like ungodly good ungodly good right martial arts and whatnot okay and like like create secret organizations while he's still going to school <laughs> like that type of shit yes okay i have heard of this he has this whole secret thing and it's like i isn't like everyone in on the joke but him though kind of thing like i feel like i read a synopsis of this or like watched like a video on youtube about it and like i thought there was some comedic element to it but maybe i'm missing the maybe i'm missing the show that might here. be a different one, but okay. this is only three episodes in, so like obviously. Fair enough. Okay. Um, speaking of high dive, though, I one that I argue everyone should totally pick up for the complete weird factor, but it actually does hit is Akiba Made War. It is fucking wild. <laughs> have you started any of it yet? I have not. No. So essentially, it mixes. It takes place in 1999 in Akihabara. And this girl, Obviously. Duh, this girl goes to get a job and she's there on her first day to the Oinky Doink Cafe. 
and it's a pig themed maid cafe and it's hot yeah it's very strange so it starts that way but then all of a sudden you kind of have like like the first scenes from 85 and it's just like two maids getting out of a car and 86? one uh hmm first scenes from the 1985 oh yeah so it's 10 years before the show actually in 1999 um okay yeah and it's just like one maid gets out of a car another maid rolls around the corner and just guns her down oh my god just in the street like bop, 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 like gats are done we're out and then boom 14 years later I'm just like, <laughs> excuse me? So it's this weird mix of like this made, you know, cutesy moe made kind of society that the underbelly is basically gangster shit between different cafes. That's fucking lit. And like literally like people owe like the Oinky Doink owns money to like the creature head, a creature head corporation that owns like a bunch of like the animal themed, like the bunny maid and the cow maids and the the neckos <laughs> and like like literally owes them a bunch of money so she has to do some odd job errands and uses her maids to go out and do shit and one of the maids they just hired is apparently a fucking badass and just mows an entire like cafe down it is wild like it's a mix of a gang like a really gritty like gangster drama and like a maid cafe aesthetic it's really like a really interesting juxtaposition because like there's a beautiful scene of the the girl's first day literally she's out in the street and this other maid is gunning people down and she's getting covered head to toe in her maid outfit in blood with the backdrop music intercutting with one of the maids at the oinky doink doing a model like an idol show <laughs> so it's just this cutesy moe song with do, like do they just, like get in trouble and go to jail no one can no only you two people can see me just shaking my head nope so is there like a reason that they explain why no one's going to jail they have alluded to it but the, again only three eps in right okay it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting take yeah the tokyo cops decided there's no way we're getting involved we're in not that. getting involved in that they're too cute like so if <laughs> your car can go over 180k they won't even <laughs> they won't even follow you one of the scenes the manager of the oinky doink sends her on her first date to go to this bunny cafe and just give her a letter that she hasn't read and it says yo you fucking roaches with your gross ass antenna <laughs> we're coming for you be prepared for war and then she's like, the fuck did you just say to me? And she had no idea what was in the envelope. And her partner literally had with the, anthrax on it, right? Of course. But <laughs> just to be safe, her partner takes out the brown paper bag she had and with her hand inside, gats her in between the eyes with a revolver and just starts a fucking war. I'm like, that's, epi- that's not even the, all of episode one. That's the first half. It just really feels like that uh, knowing that uh, maids have a very short life expectancy that you wouldn't have a lot of people clamoring to get involved. I guess. But like, <laughs> I don't even know if a lot of the new maids understand when they get involved and then they're kind of just in it. That's the vibe I'm getting or you either nut up because what was really funny is that as penance at the bunny thing, one of the one of the girls fucked up, I guess they made her chop off one of her pigtails. 
and she was crying like she was about to die because <laughs> I guess that's her livelihood. Was well, that supposed to like uh, potentially allude to cutting off like a finger or something? In I think Yakuza? I think that's it, with the same kind of knife. Yeah, like that kind of like short, not short, but like long-ish yeah, yeah. thin knife. Yeah, yeah, not short, long. Not <laughs> short. What's that other thing? Long, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like literally had her head down and made her cut her own pigtail off. So yeah, it's like Yakuza mafia shit that's with funny. a beautiful paint job of Moe maids in the cafe. So I'm already into it. it so is did you ever watch wild. like Girls und Panza? Yes, Girls und Panza. Is it sort of like that where it's like they're just doing shit that makes no sense? It feels like there is some sense. Like there is definitely a hierarchy. There's definitely politics in under the under the surface. I didn't mean that. I just meant like cute girls doing war. Okay, in in that vein, yes, it's very much that. Okay, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe I'll give that a peep. That one's worth a peeper, I think. So we got to climb back to some of the some of the bangers. Spy the, fam. Spy fam. It is. Yep. So our whole squad is finally together. Yay. First episode, so that's not spoiling shit. Yeah. Um, and basically now I think it's just it's time to like get fucking motoring on this goal. I was gonna say, yeah, because to your point that I think you had last time we talked about Spikes Family was the fact that we are kind of hoping that Lloyd brings the rest of the crew into the fold. And I think I think we have all the assets now to make that work. I don't know if I want to go into spoiling what the dog shtick is. Nah. Nah, we won't do it. But the but dog dog is best boy he's of the cute. season. Borf. He's Borf. Or he's Bond. Yeah, but he goes Borf. Borf. Yep. That's how he barks. He looks like an old man. He's adorable. He's he's some kind of like big ass like Marmamute, Marmalute or whatever those big dogs are called. Marmaduke? Marmaduke is a great Dane, you goofball. <laughs> I don't know. It's, a, it's like... Are you um, trying to say Malamute? Malamute, it that's, that's it. That's not what he looks like. It kind of looks like a Malamute. Malamutes are fucking, like, wolves. No, they look like a look big, up. big frumpy ass, like, motherfucking... Look it up! I'm looking it up, but he's a cute boy, and he's best, he's, he's best boy this season. Alaskan Malamute. Malamute. Damn it! Yeah. You're right, yeah. Then what am I thinking of? Fuck! I think great Pyrenees. Uh, yes, maybe? yeah, it's closer to a Great Pyrenees, but yeah. Either way, big, big old dog, very big cute, puff boy, big puff boy, best boy this season, easy. It's, well, he just like instantly is like ingratiated, I think, to the fan base. Like, yeah, his his like entrance and like how protective he is of of little Anya Chan. Can't he can't do no wrong? Yeah, he's ever, a good boy. Ever, but yeah, it's already it's already kicking off as is. I mean, yours getting more screen time. I mean, the most recent episode was fun about her cooking. Finally, she's doing something to remediate that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. It's, it's already was great comedy, and I love the idea of the one episode where like your and Anya tried to save the day, but because of their antics, Lloyd had to run around like a fucking maniac and clean up their mess. Yeah. So they walked home feeling accomplished and he's like, uh, I'm dead. Yeah, he's like dying. <laughs> I, I need to go home <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> the humor is still top notch. It's worth anybody's watch. Um, what else is on the docket? Mob fucking psycho. Have you started this season yet? No, I'm, I definitely have to binge mob psycho. Really? I just don't like it, frankly. I it, it still remains in my top three of all time. Right. It's incredible. I'm aware. Yeah. 
it, this one finally taps into there's been this side like C plot for the first two seasons where if you remember sl- yeah slowly the cult has been rising and they finally put a spotlight on said cult in season three and I think it's already doing good work as kind of a framed backdrop because as mob goes through and now we starting to think about his career and his future which that's the thing I like about mob psycho the most and I talked about it before that Mob is a character that wants to better himself, but never use the godlike powers that he had. He wants to do it the right way. Fool. I mean, you know, others think it's foolish. Baga, baga. Fucking baka. But I, it's endearing, and he really just recognizes, like, it. well, later in some episode already, he's kind of, like, recognizing that he's turning over a new leaf, and he, like, talked to four girls that day, and he's... His face slowly contorts in like a Jojo-esque, like, because he's getting overconfident in himself. <laughs> so he's like, I am the main character of the story. Like, he's starting to really think it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And um, we got a, a new protagonist in the form of an old friend. I'm oh, sorry, an old, a new, per, new antagonist in the form of an old friend. He's becoming the villain, oh. which is very curious, but... It was kind of always this destiny. I'll let you watch it to see what's going on. But (laughs) things are brewing and it's and it does. I think it does involve the broccoli, the big old Brock. Yeah, no way. In the middle of the city. (laughs) I think that has a lot to do with it. And I didn't think it was going to go that direction. But this is my one boy Hattie now. It definitely threw me like the the rug was pulled out from under me in this latest episode. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, shit, that's weird. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, mob everyone know I'm going to be fucking mobbing. It's mobbing time, man. Me mobbing. Um, me mobbing. Yep. Um what else do we have? I'm trying to think. Oh. Duh. Chainsaw man. Chainsaw boy. No, okay, I want to get your thoughts. How do you uh, how did you like kind of take to it knowing probably very little about it? Um knowing exactly zero. Exactly zero. It. I think that's a great place to start. Um yeah, so I think it's solid. I mean, we talked about it separately, like kind of weird that this and Jujutsu Kaisen sort of came out in the same kind of batch. Yeah. It's almost like uh, there was like, yeah, I mean, it's not really all that different from like previous shows in the genre, right? Where it's like, okay, you become like a hunter of bad things. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost like Blue Exorcist-esque. Yeah, where I, he is part of bad thing, but he's still hunting it. It's a little bit. Uh, you didn't watch Engage Kiss from last season. I did not know. Um, like you use their powers against them, kind of deal. Uh, even like like obviously, I just mentioned Jujutsu Kaisen. You use curse powers to be curses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like a little bit, I think a little redundant in in terms of like the base story. Um, and I'm also not a massive fan of Denji. I think being like the Lord of all simps is pretty terrible. I fucking as, like, love Denji. <laughs> it's like funny, but it's like also not a good characteristic for him. Like, bad I, personality. I think for me, it's that the character of Denji has been shit on so hard for so long that his his perception of success and a life worth living is just so abysmally low. Right. So, like, to him, the idea of a warm breakfast is, at one point, unfathomable. Right. Like, like the idea of maybe we can get cream today as a treat with our bread. Did you like, ever consider, like, signing up for a dog walking, walking app? Uh, no. 
because Denji's not a smart lad. Ah, yeah, he's he's kind of a a dumb. So not only is he the lord of all simp's, he's also dumb as fuck. Yes, but I I love him as a character because he's kind of the reduction of he's like if you left a, a cup of like Coca Cola out in the sun and it reduced down to the raw the syrup. That's just the shonen protag that we've seen time and time again. The simpleton who is like perseverance. But I think much like a lot of the other shows that, you know, Blue Exorcist is a great example almost because if you're actually hunting devils, think of the pretty paint that Blue Exorcist puts on devils. Like it's quite an aesthetic, right? It's not or fire re- force or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they put a pretty paint over those demons, but shows like Jujutsu and definitely shows like Chainsaw Man. They're like, what does it actually look like to hunt a motherfucking demon as a demon, as a guy who'd be cool with hunting demons to try to get out of his dad's shit debt? Like they're, they're taking ever, any kind of like nicety out of the situation and showing it as raw as possibly, but as beautifully as possibly. So this is a I think it's a fucking testament to MAPPA. Like, honestly. Yeah, yeah it does look fairly solid i think it's just something that i'm gonna have to like get more into the story to like really enjoy i think you, i think you're it's like it's very coming. hard on it because you do know what happens right and oh, that's yeah you know back to my point earlier uh yeah yep but uh it's just like i don't really know where this goes so it's like that's genuinely a fair i'm take. sort of just like sitting there like all right you know the, how's yeah. this different than anything else except for the uber simp yeah and honestly like top to bottom for me i will i am a simp for that simp i'm a simp for this show <laughs> and like one the and the op is probably one of the best i've ever seen it's so fucking good okay visually yes song blows i think this i think this song's fucking great oops <laughs> it's it's an absolute <laughs> did like, i bop, do that absolute bob hey ruffle the feathers buddy like people have been asking for this show forever i was just hoping you'd come in hot with like the show the show fucking sucks I don't think it sucks. No, no, no. Just, I, I, know, I, don't, I know, I know. I don't have enough of an idea of where it's going to where I'm going to be like, oh, I see, you know, I see something special on the horizon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, just quickly going back to to the old land, uh, the first episode of the Bleach, they did did they did like a like at the very end of the episode. I don't know if you watched the very end. I might have. They did like a quick like slideshow sort of. Of like all the like really 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 important scenes of the original series. Yes. Okay. I did watch oh, that. That yeah. was just just absolute nostal- mm, nostalgia blast. It was mint condition. It was great. Uh, uh, yep. And then I think the new OP and, and ED of Bleach is pretty chill too. It really does harken back to the stylization. That, oh baby. Yeah. It, 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 they're doing it so right. Uh, ah! I, I just need I need Kubo's work to finally just get a beautiful bow on everything. Um, another one that I am watching is uh, Welcome to Demon School, Arumakun. That was lovely. Thanks. Thank you. Here's the second I'm the announcer. Yeah, here's the second hot take. Man, is it starting to feel stale? I don't want it to. This is what I was alluding to. I just caught up on it. I really don't want it to get stale. And maybe that'll change as the season goes on. But well, I think the first couple episodes were pretty bad, to be fair. Yeah. Like just overall the plot was just bad. There was a moment where Irma Kun got a really sick moment when he gets like a new weapon. 
Right. That was but, pretty sick. But, but that was like episode three. I'm just saying yeah. like the first two are a real slog to get through. It was not ideal. It's like, hey, you know how Arumakun's a little bitch boy? Well, let's, guess what? He's still a little bitch boy. Let's <laughs> dial that shit way up to 11. And here's the thing, right? Is that the first two seasons, again, we sound like a broken record with the show, but to me, it's the show that never should have been. The, the combination of elements in my head still baffles me that it is still a, uh, like a mainstay to watch. But it works. Every bit of it works. They polished every bit to a T. But I'm wondering if that initial punch of like thrown for a loop, like, wow, how does this show work? This is incredibly endearing. I, I feel like it's starting to grow stale. They need to pivot in some other direction. Clearly, they have an overall objective. They have the... Um, you know, the rankings and the Harvest Festival seems like a really dope ass like premise for the the rest of the arc. But I I need something need something to change like a lot before, uh, you know, I would say before, like, I, you I, know, selling it up the river. Let's just let's let him get his like sick weapon. Right. Make it, yeah. Let yeah. him be sick with it. And then like whatever this like supposed test or whatever during the Harvest Festival is going to be. I'm hyped like, for that. Like, let's at least get there. Yeah. And then, obviously, if it's, like, still boring, like, that's a problem. But... I, I have a feeling it I feel be, like it yeah. has bought enough goodwill, at least from me, to where I'll let them be boring for, like, three, four episodes. Um, I don't know how long I'd be able to watch Aruma just being, like, bitch-coon. Bitch-coon. <laughs> uh, just because it's, like, you're the Bitch-a-coon. main character, you're supposed to be a beast. And he also had the whole arc where he was like evil Aruma. So that, it's like, you know, it's yeah. tough to be like, I know what you could be. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing that was so interesting is because in that season, to your point, we, we saw his potential. Like he literally pulled off the impossible oh, for, his, for his entire class and orchestrated it all himself. Then he went back to being cute bitch boy Irumakun, but... I need more here. And I think we're going to get it in the context of the Harvest Festival because they're going through a training arc right now. They're going to get to the Harvest Festival. We'll see all the fruits of their labor, which is always a great thing to pull out some hype, right? Yeah. Biggest problem so far. No Amari. And there doesn't seem to be... There was one scene. Yeah, where she's like, I'm going to not bother him for this whole season. (laughs) They literally just wrote her out. It was horrible. I'm not a big fan of that. Why is she not partaking in the Harvest Festival? She is, but she doesn't have to raise ranks to keep her classroom. Fair. So he has to study really fucking hard. He has to train really hard or else he ain't going to stay in the Royal One. Well, what happens when they inevitably have to meet at the Harvest Festival and he has got to prove himself? I don't think he's fighting a person above him, class Prezi. Well, I mean, is doesn't everyone who partakes in the Harvest Festival, like, it's more of like a survive, like, it's basically a test of, like, survival of the fittest. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I assumed. I hope. This is me s- speculating wildly. Death game. I want it to be a death the game. Only one shall survive. <laughs> I'm still shocked that no one noticed that Irma-kun is just pulling magic out of the ring. Um, like That's impressive ma- mana. Like, uh, okay. He's also like triple famous now. He is triple, quadruple thousand famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so famous. you really think that people would be like huh <laughs> let's look a little bit further into this dude yeah. like real quick teachers too that's the wildest part yeah o- only the one guy knows right and he's really chill about it yeah buckbeak or whatever his name is uh, buckbeak 
<laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like Bow Ball or whatever the fuck his name. Balum? With the Baldum. Baldum? 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 He's got the mask on. Yeah. Uh, their tutors, though, were kind of interesting. Some are fun, some are not. Yeah, and some of them are like old war veteran gods. And some are just like some pansy ass sister that's just like an absolute. She's grating to me. Maybe that was part of it. Who? Um, Ira McCoon and Le- Led's, uh, like the the girl, the yeah. girl, yeah. So she's his cousin, Robin's cousin. Robin's cousin. Okay, yeah. not a fan. Yeah, absolutely, I really don't absolutely like not a fan of her. She's a lot like uh, who's a? Oh, you're never mind. I can't. One Piece. Oh yeah, sorry about that, buddy. But we're getting there. We're getting there. But all that, <gasps> all that being said. If and it looks like that she's about <laughs> to be close to what I was gonna say, so I'm glad I stopped. Perfect. Yeah, it sounds like she's about to be fine because she's now endeared to him through means we will not reveal. But everything seems like it's gonna be kosher ish yeah. now. So, but it was like, like I said, a real fucking slog to get through the first two. Yeah, and then uh, like three, you actually see like a glimpse of actually the very end of two, you see a glimpse of what's to come. And then now the like title picture or whatever you saw starts to make sense about what's happening here. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, are there any others this season that you have watched? I'm trying to think of what I caught up on. I'm going through a list in my head visually for everyone on the Yeah, YouTube. my phone's recording the actual video, so I don't have like a really easy way to look at that. <laughs> but the one thing I will say is, though, there's been a lot of talk that animated the year will be coming out of this season. If you had to, at this stage, with the religion of three, make a pick, if one were to come from this season, what would it be? I don't think... Uh, it's tough. Well, I don't know how they're going to do the bleach. Are they just going to like run nonstop now? Or? So from what I, I did a little research on bleach because I was also very curious. Apparently it's going to be a four core. Maybe like a four. So maybe like eight, four. four. So maybe because it said like four multi-core or something like that. It might be like 80 to 90. Which seems right. Like, I mean, there's a lot of chapters in that final thing. Wait, total 80, 90. Yeah. For the thousand year blood, uh, blood war. You think it's going to be 24 each? I think that's what I saw. So that'd be like, what, 96? Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. If they basically have the budget to put no filler, well, no chaff. Because here's what I was going to say. I don't know how, like, anime of the years, how, how have they ever dealt with something like One Piece that's just always good? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think it wins anime of the year because it's not seasonal right. of the year it's, <laughs> right. it's it's grandfathered out of that essentially right it just always is it's always has been <laughs> it is and uh, was and always shall be so what you're saying is you're thinking like because of the nature of bleach and technic like is this piece separate enough to have the contention right like do, i mean obviously if i get to vote <laughs> right to your point daddy's voting for bleach <laughs> daddy's voting for bleach i think you may be right in that i think it might just get lumped and so i think the winner is going to be chainsaw man yeah i don't currently think it's the best if i had to like from it has to be from the season you're saying that's what i'm saying 
if, if one were to come out of this season? Well, if I if I had to like bet on this season, my bet would be Chainsaw Man. If I had to pick personally so far this year, potentially 86? Oh, interesting. I can vibe with 86. I mean, I mean that's a good fucking it's, it's show. Go, it's going to be underrated. You, you do you do know this, right? I do, I do. I mean, we got to make peace with that, sadly, but... I'm currently crying about it inside. I know, I know. But I, I'm, I, I think it's going to be Chainsaw Man, and I want it to be because it sticks to the landing. You know what? What about Spy Family? Do you think that could, is going to edge it out just based on like how many people love that shiz? Ooh, um... Yeah, I technically technically yeah, it is in this season. It's just the second core of ultimately the entire first season and it came out this year too. So honestly, Spike's family might might be the winner. I think I they're the front runners, but there's so much I think the bow wave of hype for Chainsaw Man, it might be too incontrovertible. That's fair. Yeah. Though Spike family does have it. Don't get me it wrong. It does ha- it does have it. It's got it's got something for everybody. Is it a Kiba and Maid potentially? Uh, Whatever the fuck that was called, <laughs> a K- Akiba Maid War. Yeah, that. Yeah, um, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. I've been I've been like doing a little. Uh, you know, little I talked thinking? to your, to your boy Charles that I saw c- come in and out of your office earlier. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah oh he, yeah. He's he was a doing real... some some hacking on the deep interwebs in our, in the lab. Did he just not even leave, and he just started hacking in the in the mainstay. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, did you not see the the laptop that was like somehow strapped to his front? So he That's was like, "What that was?" Yeah, he was, he was typing while he was walking. Wow! And uh, so he was saying that he was like looking in the backlogs of like you know what is it, four chan or whatever. Yeah. And, and yeah. honestly, the the wires are a quiver with love for uh, Akiba Made War. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Yeah. It's great. I yeah. mean, yeah. So you heard it here first. The Kiba Made War is going to be in May of the year, <laughs> obviously. But uh-huh. I, I think I think it should be viewed. That is going to be such. That's going to be one of the sleepers. I think because with the swath of uh, like just so many good returners, that one's weird. Blue Lock is really interesting. I don't think Blue Lock's going to win any awards by any stretch, but it definitely is going to. It's going to add some variety here, even among sports anime. It's a it's a weird one. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's trying to do a lot of tropes that do well yeah you know just, what i mean like it's got a survival fresh, games do well it do, they do well and sports anime when done right do also do well Kurokuro no baskets there's just like <laughs> style just shoving do well they're just shoving shit together but it is it feels cohesive if not a little bit like not unexplained it's cohesive if you turn your brain off as to like Okay, they literally lock these three hundred high school kids <laughs> in a facility in the mountains called. What about Blue their Lock. parents? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, their parents have been notified, and they're gonna be. Uh, your kid's gonna be a star. If they lose, they'll come home, but they'll never play the sport again. Your kid's gonna be a star. They're gonna be a star, boy. You're gonna do it. You You're gonna, gonna be the one. You just gotta live with three hundred other guys and just you know live on this mountain with. Oh me. yeah, what's their uh, barracks look like? Pretty okay, so Spartan. This this you might actually find interesting is that I do. You are ranked based on he even says a completely arbitrary <laughs> and sexy pers- you are. Yes. Oh clearly, my god, clearly. this guy's a pedophile. He is a little bit of a pedo. Yeah, oh no, he's got the vibe. He's got like oh, mushroom no. cap head. His Whoa. name is e, uh Ego Jimpachi is his full name. And he 
he says through my arbitrary but data-based ranking system you have all been ranked from 300 to one and one through 11 is in team b six uh, or 12 through whatever like 23 uh, is in c and five teams live in barracks one and it has like top-notch facilities and it keeps going down and we're following a guy named is uh isagi and he is number 299 on hey. team c and they live and even they're sh- like the shittiest of all the barracks pretty damn nice like not too yeah, bad yeah. like they have like full workout facility like a decent cafeteria and you get like you get everyone gets the same meals every day but your side dish is based on your rank so he gets like n- like natto uh and someone gets like pickled radish who's under him and like the highest of g- group like z or y gets like like fried or steamed dumplings. Oh my god. So you're gosh. thinking like they're thinking like what the fuck does like number 10 get? Yeah, really. Like holy shit. So basically you have to battle your way up. Is and it it's gold like, bars? <laughs> basically you're eating gold bars. Yes. Just actual steroid soup. Like you're going to be huge, dude. But they yeah. should have made a base in Russia. That'd be way cooler. That would be actually pretty interesting. Where they I, just like feed them steroids and shit. Oh, dude, performance enhancing Drago Drogas? style. Oh, dra- open dragon style, dude. No, Drago. Drago style. Yeah. Yeah. From the- Rocky 4. <laughs> I'll break you. Yeah. Yeah. I must break you. The, um, the idea of it is kind of very much your alley. They care very much about rankings. They're climbing ranks. Yeah. Literally, they have like these massive tournaments where like only the top scorer of each team, because they're all strikers, the top scorer of each team gets points. Is there goalies? Uh, yes, but they're all strikers. They don't have to have goalies. They're trying to recreate the concept of soccer for all these guys because it's like the way that Japan's been doing it is absolute shit. We haven't won a World Cup. We got to rethink how we do soccer. So basically, it's like, what do you do with a team of 11 strikers? You strike. <laughs> you you, you got to figure something out, right? So it's very, it's a very interesting. So like, are they trying to find a team or one guy? One guy, one guy. The last one standing will be the team captain and striker of the new Japan national soccer team. And how do they fill out the rest of the team? Um, like literally, with they're proud of their defenders, their goalie, and their midfielders. But this guy will be plopped in, and literally, like, like, but ego is basically saying through my method and my training program, the person who comes out of this will be the world's best soccer player, period. <laughs> like straight, like scientific fact, he keeps claiming that. Okay. And people have backing for him. So like some people in the, in the it's called the JFU, the, J- the Japanese football. Yeah, uh, Japanese fuck you. Yep. Yeah, Japanese fuck you. Um, basically, they're like people who like are advocating and fiscally sponsoring this program while everyone else is like, you guys are fucking bonkers. Like you're just locking 300 teens up in a fucking warehouse <laughs> up on the mountains and just calling it a soccer camp. And it's like, this is going to make the greatest striker in the world. And they're just like, you guys are actual psychopaths, but no one's stopping them. Because every time a new international star gets whiff of this, whiff of this, whiff of this, whiff of this, whiff of this. Hey, take a whiff of this. I'm taking a little whiff of this. Whiff of this. Sounds like you did take a whiff of something. I was like a whiff of a little something. Take a whiff of this. So they're just give more of their name and backing. They're like, I as an international star sponsor Blue Lock, and everyone's like, All right, we'll buy it a little bit more. And then when they get more upset, like more and more, they're just like some other guy comes out of the wood. We're like, Oh the world's best goalie i think this is the great fucking idea and then everyone's like cool again 
Huh. It's very. It's a like, again. A lot of concessions are made. So did like Messi, Neymar, all those guys say they like it? Not yet, but they're alluded that their heads are turning. They're <gasps> they're animated actually in this show. Yeah. What about David Beckham? Uh he has not been mentioned. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> it's we're honestly a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly. That's kind of it. I mean, this season truly is worth... It's stacked to the brim. It's stacked to the brim. If you are not a seasonal person... And she busted. She busted respectfully, though. <laughs> if you are not a seasonal person, I recommend giving this season a weekly try. You have so many shows where you're always getting new, like, just new bits every... Basically, nearly every day of the week, something comes out of merit. But if you decide to wait, be prepared for the nuclear bomb. Yeah, for frankly, like, an onslaught. <laughs> an onslaught of beautiful shit. So this season's going to be a hot one, and I am all the way in for it. The Religion of Three has not failed most of these shows yet. Oh, baby. But yes, thank you for coming to this episode and to the classroom of Weebology Studies. If you would like to listen to any of our other stuff you're already in the platform, guys, you just go over and go into our backlog where we do all sorts of shows and anime topics and even sometimes a sidebar or two just to give you a little bit of love on that if you want to listen to more sidebar and give us some monetary love only if you can patreon.com slash ubology one dollar up get you into our discord with all of our past guests who you can talk to and our lovely patreon folk who are also hype on this season and this seasonal seminar is popping off with a lot of good discussion about that stuff three dollars and up gets you the syllabus sidebar our lo-fi high vibe sometimes anime sometimes not sometimes on hiatus but not right now and sometimes visual show where we talk about life and things we just recently did one and it was a very fun time and i think the next sidebar we do we'll talk about the fruits of the topics that we talked about on that one huh yeah the Halloween party is, is on Wednesday. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> we'll see what happens there. <laughs> the fruits of my long-term fitness plan? I mean, well, hopefully. In one week. In one week, we'll just come back. We'll film it. We'll Fuck, be absolute, dude. I did not sign up for that. Absolute chats of ourselves. Like, <laughs> hello. Hi. Yeah, we, we gained collectively yeah, 300. Man last week. <laughs> just for fucking funsies. But I think that might be it. All the socials and the places you can contact us and say hi are in the any description you're getting your podcast fixed. Oh, yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Wherever you go, do that. Yeah. So, but I think that is it. I'm going to go upstairs and edit this shit because it is getting late. You maniac. You were out, I'm assuming, working out. Yep. Sure Ugh. was. You need to get some food in you. You're, I think I am... you're looking a little spindly. <laughs> Yeah, but until Ethan recharges his batteries from the inside out, I'm Ricky. And I'm Charles Buxworth. And this is the Weebology. Deuces. Deuces. I said see ya. That's the first time really ever. See ya. That's something Charles would say. That was such a Charles move. Bullshit would say. Such a Charles move.